Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. everyone. It is November 24th and I have the post Thanksgiving food hangover. I think I am on my second cup of tea or massive mug of tea after my coffee this morning. Maybe I'm just tired because it has been a busy couple of weeks. So let's talk about what I've been up to. I am hitting the one month mark on physical therapy been doing uh, three workouts a week on that and work has been incredibly busy with a lot of stuff going on and urgent things going on which the holidays always tend to bring and the other thing that I have been doing is a lot of traveling and socializing which is exhausting for me but it's been ever so much fun first things off how was your Thanksgiving? Mine was quiet at home on Thanksgiving day with just my husband and I. He cooked a fabulous dinner. And in fact, I probably had a little too much of all of that goodness. And I did a lot of cleanup and assistance. But the weekend before, we had a very long day of driving from my home to where my son is and then over to my brother's in the middle of the state. So we had a lovely time. I was so worried we were going to hold up the meal, but you know, in classic fashion, turkeys get done when turkeys get done. And my brother and his son live together and they really go all out for Thanksgiving as a huge gift to the family. And they might try to do a Christmas get together, but they are the hosts with the most. Let me tell you, the tablescape was absolutely gorgeous with fall flowers and crystal and lights and candles. My brother brought in his large plants from the garden, which include like a 10 foot tall banana tree and palms and all of the things that were in his patio area. He, My brother is quite the gardener and his son is quite the entertainer. He loves formal dining and catering. At some one point in his life, he was um, working in the golf pro shop. He was a golf pro and... He decided that he needed a more steady job um, than that, but he enjoyed that part of the events. And they went to England this summer for the second summer in a row for their vacation. And they came back with lots of ideas. And my son, nephew, Trevor, made Yorkshire pudding. Oh my goodness. It is a like a fry bread and you can put gravy on it. And it was fantastic. 
he is close to my, a little bit older than my son. He's like in between my son and daughter. And we had a lovely time at the dinner. It was my parents, my sister, my brother, um, one of the nieces and her significant other and my husband and my son. So it was a great, great time. And in the car, we had a great time catching up with everything that's going on in our son's life. So that was lovely. And the weekend before was the kickoff to deer hunter season. And one of my acquaintances that I've known since middle school, um, it's one of those things we see each other around town and we could be very good friends as like I could pick up the phone anytime, go have coffee. Things would be lovely. It's just, we're all so busy, right? She is working and I am working. But anyway, she has this annual wreath making party as kind of like a thing for the people who don't deer hunt her friends to come over in her pole barn. And they put heaters out there and she cuts down. Um, this year there were three types of evergreen branches to use to decorate and make well you're building a wreath and she made all of the bows by hand herself and she had a very large collection of picks and colors and themes for people to choose from to do this it's an annual event so she kind of keeps building up all of the decorating things now i haven't been there since before the pandemic just because I've been so sick, but I went this year and it was bigger than ever. I got to talk to people I haven't talked to in years, connect with people, um, people from around town, met some new people. And I like this idea of hosting a party where people are doing things like this. There's not all that awkward blah, 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 back and forth, but yet there's chit chatting and you can chat and catch up and introduce yourself while everyone is making this. So I used all three different branches and I made a pretty full, large wreath base. It's probably at least four feet across and it's hanging on the wooden railings of the entrance to my house. It's at eyesight height from the road and I wanted it to be really eye catching. Now, one of the bows that she made was tartan plaid. Of course, I picked that red and green. And then in the tartan plaid bow is gold threads. So to pick up on the gold, I used all gold accessories like Christmas bulbs. There's a Merry Christmas sign. There's some pine cones that are glitters with gold. And I just love it. And it was so inspiring to me that once I pick up all of the fall decorations this weekend, I want to start a new theme for my Christmas decorating. So my husband and I chatted about this and I didn't want to dig up the big tree. I haven't done that from the basement and oh, probably since before the pandemic. And oh, all the old ornaments, they're kind of old and dusty and they're also very nostalgic and I just didn't want to do it. There's a couple things I am going to dig out and bring upstairs that I haven't seen in a couple years. One is a Christmas village that my sister painted on a ceramic greenware. It's lovely. And I can put um, little battery operated tea lights in them and they'll look lovely to go with the theme of greenery, gold with a splash of red and some twinkle 
golden twinkle lights. So I love that on the wreath outside and I thought I would take that theme on the inside. My husband likes that tabletop tree idea, but I think we need a newer tree with a few more tips. The one I got was like a 70% off at Hobby Lobby, probably during the beginning part of lockdown. And just as we were able to all go outside and start shopping, um, I bought this right before Christmas and we hadn't decorated at all. And a year or two before that, I had a Norfolk Island pine that I purchased at the grocery store and then decorated it for a couple years. So I think I want to get a proper tree that I can just put in a little, like a pillowcase over it to keep it dust free. And then just take that off, dust her up, redecorate. Mm. So it's kind of following the nester who does like cozy minimalism. My house is a maximalist house, but I like the idea of using what you have, bringing it out into the primary spotlight, having a few things that you bring out every year and then not overdoing it. That's my whole problem. I tend to uh, maximalist everything and overdo it. And I just don't have that kind of energy, number one. And number two, I want it to be peaceful and zen and maybe leave some of it up for the winter, like the twinkle lights. We are in the darkest days of the year from now all the way through. When the time change came on us, um, it gets dark probably by 5.30, it gets dusky um, by 4. And on gray days, um, like today, is very gray. Um, it's 3 o'clock. It was getting very dark outside. It's, it's daylight, but not much. And yeah, it just is that time of year. I'm looking forward to solstice because then that means after solstice and Christmas, we start getting more daylight. And typically in January, we get more sunny days. It's been a long haul since October and November and running into December of days without a lot of sun already. But that's life on the 45th parallel here in the lower peninsula. But I live in the what's considered northern lower Michigan. <laughs> um, it's freezing cold today. I've got my hot cup of tea here with my English breakfast tea, and it is only about 25 degrees outside. We got a little dusting of snow overnight, and so today my project is to start picking up my fall decorations to prepare for the loveliness that December brings. So what kinds of crafts have I been doing? Mm, not tons. I did do the wreath and I've also have been hatching some plans for the door decorating contest at work, which starts the 4th of December. And I think the judging is like the 17th. I really had been sorting out all of the things I wanted to do with that. So this is what I have for the plan. I had some really good ideas given to me online and I'm going to kind of do an amalgamation of all of them because it's come together. So what I want to do is like a, a swag of a long 
I think I have four yards of this sparkly blue snowflake fabric. It's like a sky, no, it's like a dark blue with silver on it and taking the silver for the theme for the door. But I didn't want to do like cover the door on paper or just hang a quilt. You know, I'm, I need to do it in segments. And I thought, ah, I saw a great idea on Pinterest. Who uses Pinterest all the time? Um, you should. I don't. Only except when I have an idea like this. And I found people making gingerbread houses out of paper bags. And they're making them three-dimensional. But I would keep mine flat and use large size grocery bags from Aldi. Or I might try to go to Meyer and see if I can get a couple paper bags there and make gingerbread houses out of them. Fold the top corners. You can make all different type of roof lines. I'm going to get a white. I have a white chalk pen, but I think what I need to do is get a white paint pen. And then I'm going to do that to put the snow and the white icing on it and then put some bright colored candies and different houses that I'm going to put along the door. I went to the dollar store and I found some silvery white snowflakes and felt snowflakes and I thought they would look great. And I also bought some tiny glitter ornaments that you could hang from the top of the door or the swag that I think I'm going to tie in a bow that blue fabric and so that's my idea am I going to win the contest I highly doubt it I've seen some of the people's ideas there's no way I'm going to compete with the Charlie Brown Christmas theme they're constructing it all and painting it all the Charlie Brown characters are there on I think cardboard and they're going to bring it and put it on the door there's been fireplaces in the past everyone's bringing their a game and i love it we recently had some office shuffles this week so i have children's services people down my wing and so i work with children and all adults all the way through to senior citizens in my nursing practice so I'm very excited that the children's workers are going to be next to me. My boss has moved, been moved down the hall, which is also nice. And so with the children's workers came bright art in the art that I had purchased that I couldn't keep on the wall uh, has been moved to the hallway. And so we have a lot of more bright, colorful um, an atmosphere of cheerfulness, which is great because I work in a hundred year old building too. It's falling apart, to be honest, and at the end of its day, and I know you've heard me talk about it, but it was originally a TB sanitarium. So it has this institutional feel. So it's going to be great to jazz it up. And so it'll be great for the holidays that everyone is going to decorate their doors. So I'm looking forward to that. So I also went to a nurse nursing uh, get together with my local quilter group it's not a guild it's just a bunch of friends that I knew many from work and one lady I used to work with has retired and it's her circle of friends and uh, she's invited me and over time we've all become friends of course and I got to see another friend who retired and she and I have not kept in touch nearly often enough. But during that 
So when I just came in the afternoon because I had physical therapy in the morning and I sewed a hexagon. I have lots of hexes basted and I did the the hand sewing. I love hand sewing in the winter especially and I made one of those hexagon flowers during the time I was there chatting and catching up. I did not want to haul my sewing machine and all of the stuff um, to the second floor of the library for that. The sad thing is that I can't go every month because I tend to have a lot of commitments on the Friday that they're, they've chosen because the room is available. But, you know, if I can get out of work a little bit early and go say hi to all the ladies, it would be fun. So I did that and then I made a goal that I wanted the red and white Nordic star. I made this pattern a couple of years ago and I had the quilt on the frame and it, since September and I haven't really done a whole lot of long arming because to be honest, my legs, oh, my legs had a lot of pain and it hurt to do a whole lot of long arming at once. So I got it done. It's off the frame and I found there is a little bit of fabric left at Halo Inspirations of the same red from the star and I ordered it for binding and I should have that thing ready to rock and roll to be my go-to quilt here at home for the holidays. So it's a free pattern that I did and I'll be honest I just put like a master pattern up for the quilt size um, was like 60 by 65 and it made a 17 inch block of star block when you brought all the pieces together. But it was inspired by a Santa's cookie mat that I did for um, a collaboration that I did with Halo Inspirations, um, the YouTube channel. And now Angel has her own quilt shop, brick and mortar, which I visited this summer. And it was so much fun to do that. So what I did is I took the smaller block size and kind of upscaled it a little bit to be more layer cake friendly. But I wound up using yardage, a background that was white with silver filigree as well as the red vine pattern and a butterfly in red floral on a white background that matched the whole line. So it was really pretty and the cookie mat was so much fun. I made it, it's like a placemat size, not quite, but almost. And I used the same star. So if you're interested in those, I will put links to both the YouTube video that I did with Angel. And if, if you go about halfway through, she starts to do the demo of that star cookie mat. And then I did a picture a couple years ago of my notes where I wrote out the sizes of all of the pieces. So it's a simple quilt. It's basically um, Diane Harris of Stash Bandit does classes and she calls it the Star Choir. It's 
just the unit that you bring four of them together and it makes an eight-pointed star. And I happen to put little sashing pieces, strips down the middle with a middle cornerstone of the block to kind of separate them out, give it a little breathing room and give the star a little bit different visual. So I got that done and it brought up all the memories of making that and being a guest on Angel's YouTube channel and Oh yeah, it was super, super fun. And I'm so glad we recorded that because I couldn't find the notes to the cookie mat anywhere. And, um, and I have two of the cookie mats that I'm going to get out and have them displaying, um, probably put them at like the place settings where my husband and I would eat, should we eat up to the table. So I did that and I'm also caught up on my temperature cross stitch. So now we're down to the last five weeks of the year and it will be done. I'm stitching half square triangle types of stitches on the cross stitch and it makes a big square and every half square triangle is the high temperature of the day. And which is really interesting is this year was the hottest year on record on the earth and there is so many pinks and purples which is the hot temperatures and yellows and greens were the cooler temperatures. I used a thread pack from that quarter shop that was for Valentine um, hearts that was that they had put together last year and I thought it made a great color range for this particular project. So that was a super fun thing to do and it's an easy way to, to do a temperature project because I've seen temperature blankets where people crochet a whole row for the day for that color which is really an ambitious project. I've done a hexagon temperature quilt where each flower is one week and I burned out in August because it was a year where we had, it was pretty much the same temperature all year with just a few variations. Um, so that, that is a fun way. I'll have to say the cross stitch temperature projects are very fun. In fact, Quarter Shop has one next year that's using a house or cottages or something. She did a little sneak talk about it, but not a sneak peek. I don't think I'm going to do another temperature project next year because I really want to focus on getting all of the quilt tops that I have long-armed and all of the ones that are not bound finished. That is my goal for next year. In addition to working on a couple of sew-alongs and I would like to make a couple, I'd like to make 12 smaller quilts to decorate my door at work for each month. That should be enough to keep me busy. So I've been doing lots of football games over the last couple of days and over the last couple of weeks. I've been watching them on television and with that comes a lot of handwork. So I think I'm going to check out some Black Friday online deals because I decided I'm going to kind of hunker down for today and tomorrow as they say around here and work on some projects. I would really like to get my laundry caught up and get the house cleaned up after the Thanksgiving cooking aftermath. 
And I want to say that I've been, now that we're done probably with leftovers, maybe we'll have another day of it, but I've got HelloFresh and I've been really enjoying it. And they have a nice selection of meals for two people is what we're doing. And it seems to be pretty affordable. And I have been trying different foods and different meals that I've never made before. Like we had a street tacos type of a thing with the roasted corn. Ooh, it was pretty, pretty good. So I have not been doing a whole lot of meal planning except for buying the HelloFresh. And I'm just going to keep myself um, busy and trying to really work on health. My husband and I are going to try to not overdo it and gain weight over the holidays with too many extra treats. Now, some treats, um, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to go on a big baking binge or things like that because we're both trying to be way more healthy. And I can say that um, overdoing it for holidays is a bad habit. So what are some of your traditions for Thanksgiving and Christmas? It seems like now I'm entering into the Christmas mode. Um, one of the other things I've been doing to try to avoid doing too much sugar and too many baked goods and sweet treats is I purchased the Jackie Lawson advent calendar again. And it's super fun because it's a way to do an advent calendar without eating chocolate, which I love, but is not good for me. It's like a gateway drug into more carbs for the day. And the Jackie Lawson calendar is something that you can get both on the Play Store for Android or the iPhone where you have your iPhone shop. And it cost me $8 for this year. And I thought, you know, if I was going to buy an advent calendar, it would cost at least that with good chocolate. And some advent calendars that I've been looking at, like the coffee one was $100. So no, this was a very inexpensive and fun way. And she has beautiful, sweet art and Christmas music and traditions and little games. Now what's super fun is this year, the theme is Edwardian times in England. So it'll be a lot of fun. So I'm going to wrap it up by telling you some of the things that I am currently slowly working on a little bit at a time. And that is the Sew Scrappy Spools. I have all of the rows and the sashing made and joined together. And all I have to do now is assemble the rows and then the sashing with cornerstone blocks and the rows. That should be done by the next podcast. I have also been working on the Petite 4, only I chose the 6-inch paper pieced pads with the foundation paper piecing that Fat Quarter Shop is doing a sew-along for. And I am wrapping up the temperature cross-stitch. Now, what I'm going to get out today to continue to work on is the two cross-stitch pieces that are seasonal that I've been picking up and putting down. One is a Christmas tree. It's a primitive Quaker um, stitch inspired. Um, I can't remember the name of the pattern, but it's a very simple tree that's made out of like 
flowers that kind of look almost like poinsettias and the tree part is stitched so I'm adding like a tray that these are they look like stacked pine cones to me and they have like some primitive stitched deer ant reindeer and other things I not so sure I'm going to have enough fabric nor am I sure if I like the text on the bottom but we'll see and the border is more of these pine cone flower things um, if you cut a pine cone in half you know how it looks like a flower that's how these floral shapes are they're like very Quaker stitch and inspired in primitive designs not sure I'm putting that border on because it makes it kind of busy looking but I'm going to get that out and I also have a Halloween stitch that was a free pattern from Fat Quarter Shop the Happy Haunting and it's got the orange full moon behind it with other little figures in the corner I'm going to pick that up and put it down quite a bit over the course of this winter now something that I recently saw and was inspired by Fat Quarter Shop was um, Stitching with the Housewives was on and it's Priscilla and Chelsea and they showed how to dye Ada cloth and they showed the colors that they use a lot one was a pink one was like a granny apples green granny smith apples you know that green as well as a blue and then they showed how to tea dye and how to take your writ dye and then put some coffee or tea over top for an an, an additional wash to make it look older it's pretty inspired by it because one of my friends at the quilt group gave me a whole bolt a whole bolt of Ada cloth it is quite old but it's still in the packaging and I want to say it's probably a 10 count and I really like stitching on Ada way more than the even weave that's small like that Lugana whoo that was tough for those autumn tartans <laughs> um, so I'm thinking about taking some of that fabric it'll look super fun in different colors and it really looks easy and something I can do in my kitchen in my old uh, stainless steel sink and then you put it in the oven for the color to set so that would be a fun project and something I've never done before and um, and it'll make that white if I get tired of white backgrounds it'll also be a way to refresh it and if it looks a little mm, yellowed it'll be bright and fun colors so I'm going to try to do that and do some more stitching that quarter shop has so many beautiful um, patterns but they also have a lot of freebies and Lori Holt is coming out with some really fun both quilting and cross stitch so I may try to work on that over the next month or over the course of the winter so I've got those cross stitches and I've got the sew scrappy spools and I think in the UFO bins I'm not real motivated to dig in there the only UFO project that I can think of off the top of my head is a dear Jane I do not have the brain space for that and um, I do have the seasonal stitchy star table runner that I may get out 
after the holidays to try to figure out what I did wrong on it. And then I'm using for those 12 door banners, I have quilt seeds from Lori Holt. It's a patterns and I have the scrappiness is happiness book. And I'm trying to limit myself on doing those projects over this next year. Now, Lori Holt has been doing a ton of sew your stash series of free quilt blocks and mm, there's quite a few pretty things and as well as a reveal for 2024 on some things that she's doing with hometown that is her newest fabric line that's super cute but i really like the sew your stash because it's scrap quilts and she's using some pretty traditional blocks but yet with her colors that she has they look pretty contemporary so that is what I've been thinking about um, doing, um, the things that I'm currently working on and all of the things. Uh, it's been a little bit more social and I've been doing those three workouts a week with physical therapy and it's been pretty tiring. However, I want to keep going with it. I'm going to have the re-evaluation in the next week or so and if I'm not doing the physical therapy, then I'm going to start working out in my home gym but I love working out in that pool that's that's, that's really nice I'm gonna not gonna lie the pool workout is my favorite so that is this week's podcast and I just want to say I hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving holiday that you found all of the great sales that you were ever dreaming to find on this Black Friday weekend and that the kickoff to the holiday season is as lovely as ever. Um, tell me what some of your traditions are for Thanksgiving and going into the Christmas season. Um, I've been practicing gratefulness um, through my Silk and Sonder journal every day, but I am thinking about um, what I might want to do that's also going to help me feel the deep gratitude that I have to give to other people. And one thing I am going to do is I found a quilt that needs to have a binding done and I'm going to donate it to the local wrestling team in January. They're having a silent auction. So I just have to bind that and I'm looking for some other ways to maybe do some donations or volunteering. I don't know. Time is always the problem. It's the same problem I have with the quilt group and with quilt guilds in town and classes that all happens when I work. I think I'm going to have a very full retirement, but it's hard to squeeze it in and around my work schedule right now. So we're not doing any traveling over the holidays. We're going to stick pretty much close to home because typically December is not conducive to a ton of driving or flying because, you know, Michigan weather. So that is it for this week. I'm very grateful for all of you who have been longtime listeners and I thank the new people who have listened to the podcast and I hope that you come back. Also, I'm putting um, show notes up on my website, My Creative Corner 3. If you want to support the podcast, please like and share this with your friends so people can find us. I also ha have a Ko-fi account where you could also purchase me a virtual cup of coffee. Mm -hmm.
And with that, everyone have a most lovely week and quilt on, everyone. <laughs>